Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert. And you can find us on Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and on TikTok at hold up podcast. And you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash hold up. And then you can get bonus episodes and content. And there's going to be a holiday movie bracket. And we're going to watch whichever the winner of the bracket is. It's going to be a blast. Um, So join our Patreon, please. Okay, great. This week, we watched Casper, which I think is loosely a rom-com. No. Okay, no. I knew you were going to say it's not a rom-com, and I came prepared to defend my thesis. Okay, well, but wait. Let's do the... It came out in 1995. It stars Christina and Bill Pullman and Devin Sawa. Stars Devin Sawa is a little loose. He's, the voice he's not actor, even the voice of... Okay. He's not the voice actor. There's a different voice oh, actor. Oh, he's not. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. He's just human Casper. Okay. Well, that's sad. The voice him. actor um, is someone who then I looked up and his picture on IMDb is Devin Sawa because he does it like that. It was funny. That's really funny. Um, I don't know. Oh, it was directed by Brad Siverling. Silverling, who's Amy Brenneman's husband. Oh, um, no, no. So I'm I guess you did. Call him Mr. Brenneman. Uh, Amy Brenneman is also in this movie. Amy Brenneman is also in this movie. Judging um, Amy. Malachi right? Pearson. She's judging Amy, right? She's judging Amy. She's private practice. She's in YPD Blue. She's prolific, you know, prolific. She's she's Amy Brenn's. Um, also, that one lady is in it whose daughter had PMDD and killed her. On an episode of Law and Order, not in real life. Oh my God. I was like, what <laughs> are you talking about? That woman who was an Oscar nominee for Raging Bull, and she's the villain in this movie. Kathy Moriarty. Thank you. And she's... then in an episode of Law and Order SVU, her daughter has P- claims to have killed her because she was in a PMDD rage, but turns out she and the boyfriend were planning it. Sure, 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 sure. Anyway, it holds a 51% of Rotten Tomatoes, which despite being rife with plot holes and not having any rules to this world, I think that's a dramatically low score. Listen, Jeff came into the upstairs as I was finishing this movie and he was like, oh, you watched Casper. Like, how was it? And I was like, listen, the existence of ghosts in this movie is but the tip of the iceberg of shit that makes zero sense. They also like... They're not ghosts in the typical sense because they can touch and hold things. Right. They can have corporeal form. That's right. I said but not with humans. Form. They but pass humans. through humans and doors. Um, also, and he walls. has fresh ingredients to cook for them. So somehow he's grocery shopping. He's hitting the market every Sunday. Right. Presumably shoplifting. Presumably. There is a machine in the basement to make you human again, and he's never attempted it before now. And also, his father built it to bring him back to life. And his he father never tried it. That wasn't a plot hole. Remember, he doesn't oh, that's right. remember, he didn't remember anything he didn't remember. until but why she jogs his, his memory. But why didn't his father use it? Why didn't his father use it? You know? Anyway, the other thing that really blew me about this movie, I'm just going to list all the plot holes right off the bat because I have no criticisms and I'm not mad about these plot holes. But the other thing is, it's very unclear in what century Casper lived. Because Very unclear. The newspaper clippings and like the dress he finds that was his mother's is like, okay, this is a boy from the 1800s, which I appreciate because it makes it marginally less sad. 
that there's just like a dead child throughout this whole movie. This movie is so depressing. It's just like, here's this dead child <clears throat> being abused by yes. his dead uncles. Um, but then he says his favorite baseball player is some baseball player that then I Googled and he played in the 40s and 60s and 40s to 60s. And I was like, what timeline is Casper from? And if it's either, why is he not more shocked by technologies? Also, why are the uncles from quite clearly the 90s? <laughs> like the uncles are like very much in the era of the time we can talk about the fat phobia of brad garrett's character fatso um but also one of the lines is uh when they're eating he's like this is like i'm like oprah in the off season and i did laugh (laughs) i did but then i was like oh poor oprah um we also oprah has perpetuated a cycle of diet culture and fat phobia anyway right but but that doesn't mean that she should be the subject of that fat phobia um also, I, w- I need at least a 20-slide PowerPoint on why some ghosts are just white, transparent blobs, essentially, and other ghosts maintain their human features, including clothing. Oh, yeah. Bill so Pullman that- is just a- when Bill Pullman becomes a ghost. Do we need to tell the plot of this movie? There's a house haunted, and Kathy Moriarty it was- wants it. She's, she's got to get rid of the ghost. So they call Bill Pullman, who's a ghost therapist, because he's trying to connect with his dead wife, Amy Brenneman. And so they move there to get rid of the ghost. And then Casper and Christine Ricci fall in love. His daughter, who the news is like, she's a loner. Like the news is making fun of a child. Yeah. Um, and then there's a subplot with like the school dance, the Halloween dance being held at the house. And then there's like a mean girl, but the mean girl's plan is never clear. Super clear. Super not clear. In fact, so, like, it starts with, like, her convincing hot boy, who's maybe her boyfriend, to ask Christina Ricci to be his date to the dance. Who looks like a, a B-list Devin Sawa. He looks like the very much he looks like so. a stand-in for Devin Sawa if he, Devin yes. Sawa was less hot. And, yes, in this I, movie, I'm I, referring to a child as hot, but I am talking about adult Devin Sawa. I have to feel like in the 90s, that kid, like, Every time a casting director was like, oh, we're not going to get Kev- Devin Sawa, they'd be like, I eh, call that other kid's agent. I mean, like, that literally had to be that what role he kid played probably in the was in every. That kid was probably in every fucking audition that Devin Sawa, he, like, saw Devin Sawa walked in and he was like, I'm not going to get it because here's fucking Devin, you know? Yeah, and then anytime Devin Sawa turned something down, that kid got the job. You think Devin Sawa was turning things down, Carrie? Um, in the 90s, probably. Not anymore. Um... No, I didn't want to look up Devin Sawa. I want to look up the other guy. Anyway, my point being, so he asked Christina Ricci out, like, as a joke, because, but then it's never clear, like, what the payoff of that's going to no, be. No, they never have, they... like, a Josie Grossy moment. Right, or, like, a Carrie moment. It was just, like, I, oh, what? Like, what was the plan here? What was the prank? I don't understand. Wild. And then they're, like, they're, like, dressed as a ghost, but then they get scared by ghosts. It's, like, I need I need to lay out what these 12-year-olds' plan is so that right. I can hate them. I want to hate these kids, movie. But tell me why. Anyway, at one point, Casper remembers his life. He tells Christine Ricci, and they go down. And his dad was this inventor, and they go down, and there was this machine that his dad had invented to change a ghost back into a human. But there's only enough juice for one more person. And Kathy Moriarty decides to kill herself so that she can. Dark. This so whole movie's really dark. At one point, like, Casper and Christina Ricci just, like, watch people die. Including, then Bill Pullman comes on having been killed by the uncles. It's unclear. 
And Bill right. Pullman is a hot right. ghost. Um, Bill Pullman's hot, period. He's a scam artist in this movie, but he's hot. He believes it. Um, Does he? He's a hot ghost. Who then, so then Casper has to use the potion to turn Bill Pullman back was into a human. prolific in the 90s. Let me Not tell Devin you. Not Devin Sawa? Not Devin Sawa. Um, he was in the Mighty Ducks. I feel like Mighty Ducks people are going to be mad at us because we didn't know who he was. Here's how I feel about Mighty Ducks people. I don't care. Not about you. Like, I hope Mighty Ducks people, I wish you all the best. I just don't care that I don't know about that movie. Oh, also, here's how long the series NCIS has been on. That guy played a kid on NCIS. Harry, NCIS pays for my life. Okay. It's true. NCIS. Sorry. I did not mean to disparage, you know, what keeps food on your table. Typically when we're filming, there is a poster of NCIS Hawaii behind my head. I'm just not at my home right now. Um, So please respect my household's income. I'm just saying that NCIS has, that's not a criticism. I'm just saying that show has been on the air so long that that kid played a kid on NCIS and he's now probably in his 40s. NCIS has not been on for 30 years, Carrie. It's been on for 20. It's in its 20th season. God bless. God bless. Um... May we all have as consistent a paycheck as Mark Hartman. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Amen. Um, wait, I was gonna say something before we got off on an NCIS tangent. I don't know. Things that don't make sense. The mean girl. So much. Oh, oh, I know. So Bill Pullman, Devin Zawa or Casper has to use the potion to give Kat Christina Ricci back her father, which is a noble thing he does. Mm-hmm. Um but then he just like comes out and he's in his body. It's like, isn't his body back at the bar where the uncles killed him? Like, how did it, like, how did, clear. how did his body leave the bar? It doesn't matter. Nothing about this movie makes sense. No. It also, I, I, in addition to the slide deck that I need on why some ghosts are naked and some ghosts wear clothes and have hair, and facial I features. also need to understand why ghosts lose a finger like they just don't have a pinky finger okay but i'm sorry and this also like you say this isn't a rom-com it's romantic and it's the funniest movie i've ever seen in my entire life because when casper is like remembering his life and he like sees pictures and he was like oh and he sees he sees like a handprint he made as a kid and he was like i had five fingers <laughs> like it's it's also is because... the implication that like because he died of pneumonia like one was because he'd been out like he stayed out in the snow too long that like one got frostbitten no. or is it just that ghosts lose a finger i think doesn't make any sense the character of casper predated this movie right like this is true fair point so like that drawing of casper was like a cartoon from whenever i didn't look it up and i'm not going to so they were tied to the existing look of casper and so then they're referencing that by having him be like i had five fingers it's just it's just fun and funny it's just perfect sure sure i realized what i i don't know how many times i've seen this movie in my life probably more than 100 but i haven't watched it like one time we just watched casper for the last time and we didn't know it was the last time until now now it's I'm gonna like watch those it. stupid social media memes that say like someday you'll pick up your child for the last time and you won't realize it's the last time. 
Okay, but we should do a social media one that is sometimes your watch Casper for the last time and you won't realize it was the last time. Well, but in watching this movie, I realized how much of my like nine-year-old personality was shaped by Christina Ricci. Like truly my thumb ring phase, the thumb ring phase I'm about to re-enter because it looks so good. The way she like opens a box of Casper's stuff. I used to like open boxes like that. Like there are things she said that I was like, I would repeat, I would say that phrase in the exact same intonation. Like my whole personality as a child was based on Christina Ricci and Casper. She was the epitome of cool in this movie. I was reminded in watching this movie that I laid awake at night as a child trying to figure out how she got her ponytail so smooth. Like, literally, like, it haunts me. It well, haunts Carrie, me. You know, you know the answer now is a flat iron. Well, sure. <laughs> Naturally. Don't let it still. It haunts you like Casper is haunting her. Exactly. She was the epitome of cool. She also, I did you watch that clip I sent you? Yes. Where she has said that, like, she's embarrassed by this performance. She should be. It's not, she's not, I think Christina Ricci is an excellent actor. She's not good in this movie. No, but she's also a child. I yeah, mean, she's she better feels now and then. very, she feels very childlike in this movie. I didn't mind it. I mean, to be fair to her, like, they have her talking to herself a lot and, like, expositioning to herself, which, like, you have to be far older than she was at this point to, like, make that seem good. Okay, um, I, I want to state any criticism I have of this movie isn't a criticism. I think it is top to bottom perfect, and I wouldn't change a thing about it. Yeah, I'm just saying she shouldn't be too hard on herself. She was, like, 13 at the time. Um, this was pre now and then, right? They look younger. Yeah, they do. I, it has to be. He looks... He in particular looks younger. Looks like a baby. He like went through puberty between this and now and then, I swear. Um, oh, it came out in the same year. Maybe they went through puberty. That doesn't mean it was filmed. Like they, this could have been filmed first. True. Should we watch now and then? <laughs> Just right now for fun? Yeah, probably. Um I went down a black hole trying to figure out how so many famous comedians made cameos in the first, like, like 10 minutes of this movie. The power of Brenneman. What? The power of Brenneman. In 1995? I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> um, I really liked a Ghostbusters reference. Mel Gibson doesn't hold up. Clint Eastwood doesn't really hold up, you know? Don't come for me. Also, He's- here's what's wild was that Clint Eastwood cameo he was already old oh Clint Eastwood this movie is so old this movie's almost 30 years old and that man was already old in this movie like what the fuck but you know is he a vampire you know some people are just always old yeah but also like what is keeping that man alive hatred and republicanism he's fucking 93 he's 93 wild Our, our grandmother's like 98 she is still Tooting around, listen to her record. Yeah, but I love her. I don't like Clint um, Although, to be fair, he's now libertarian, not Republican, evidently. It's the same thing. This is not a political podcast, but it is the same thing. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the last time I talked to Grandma on the phone, I asked if she was still listening to her records. And she goes, yes, but you know, honey, they have a new technology now. They're called CDs, not records. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, she schooled you, man. Yeah, she got me good. She got me good. 
this man's Wikipedia is fucking long. Are you just on, why are you on Clint Eastwood's Wikipedia? <laughs> I don't know. Clint Eastwood know. shows up. At one point, the uncle's fatso stinks. It's like fatso, Did you lasso, know that and Clint Mark. Eastwood has eight children by six women. Carrie, get off Clint Eastwood. I don't, I can't <laughs> express to you how little I care about Clint Eastwood. Okay, but can we just take a minute? Like the male fucking privilege of that. The white male fucking if privilege of that. If he was a black woman, he would be. If he was a black man, if he was a white woman, and certainly if he was a black woman, like the, uh, the words that would be described to him, he wouldn't have a career. He yeah. would not have a career. Although Kate Hudson Wild. has three kids by three different men and no one ever really comments on I'm not commenting on it either. Have your babies by whoever you want. But no one really comments on that about her. Like, and that's been brought up. by like Okay, but people are woman. like obsessed with Nick Cannon. And I just feel like we all like just were like, eh, Clint Eastwood. What? Just get off Clint Eastwood's Wikipedia. I'm, I'm sorry. I just close it right now or I'm closing you. Wait, can I just one last thing? I swear. One last thing. <laughs> So, I mean, he just is fucking women left and right, right? And he's married to somebody. I'm not even sure who at this point. And they have an open marriage slash he just cheats on her, but like calls it an open marriage. Well, she agrees and it's an open marriage. During that open marriage, he has an affair, which is in like the 60s. No, 50, yeah, 60s. He has an affair with a woman. Who he then continues to like fuck until she died this year. R.I.P. Oh, it's a long and loving relationship. Good for Clint. He's still fucking in 93. Okay. Anyway. Um Okay, wait. I, I know what I was gonna say. I have a question for you. You have bewitched me, body and soul. You complete me. Can I keep you? Three most romantic lines in movie history. <laughs> When Casper says to her, can I keep you? This is the most romantic movie of all time. Pride and Prejudice can suck it. This is the most wow. romantic movie of all time. You, I cannot believe you're going to piss off the 2005 Pride and Prejudice girlies. Like, have you lost your goddamn No, I think mind? it's a great movie. I think Matthew McFadden is excellent. Except Kieran's wig is terrible, but everything else about it is great. This is the most romantic movie of all time. I disagree. I think that I think that the relationship between Casper and Kat is lovely. I think it's sweet. I think it's beautiful that these two lonely kids who haven't really gotten the chance to like have a childhood and had early traumas like found each other You're and so love deep. each other. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's so age appropriate. It's very sweet. I don't find it romantic. Like I don't, I don't find their relationship to be a romantic relationship. I understand well, no, that can't. he is like very much infatuated with her. They're not going to make it work. But I she's... don't, I don't ever. Right, he's a ghost. Yeah, she's going to go back to school and be the weird, weird girl. This is not like ghosts. that Lifetime original Christmas movie where he she falls in love with a ghost, or that book we both read where she. I'm falls probably going to watch that when we finish. You can't start watching Lifetime yeah, original Christmas. Spoiler: He wasn't yet. a ghost. Um, I mean, yes, he was. He just wasn't dead. Carrie, you didn't get the... He was a ghost. He just wasn't dead. That's why he disappeared. Fair. Fair. Spoiler. I gotta read uh, your second book. Good book. Um, I also have to read the library. book we're gonna record about. 
I read it too early and now I've forgotten it. Um, it was good. I just got it. Um, yeah, they at one point these children though watch people die after already experiencing their trauma of dying themselves and losing their mother, Amy Brenneman, and then their father moving them around the country so he can grift people. They then watch people die. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what a wacky adventure we just went on. Yeah, like she literally at one point is an orphan in this movie. And then like, for like at the for end, like and then 10 minutes max, you know? Sure. But still, like, that's a scary moment. And then like 20 minutes later, they're like, let's rock out to the song Casper the Friendly Go. So that seems fitting. Also, Which is I a banger. Ever, I don't think I've ever realized. Okay, wait, hold on. Two things. First of all, why is the opening version of Casper the Friendly Ghost like a Christmas version? I, it really threw me off. I was like, is this a Christmas movie? What am I watching? Maybe this second like, of all, before Christmas transcends holiday seasons. Maybe. Second of all, I don't think I ever realized that like the timeline of this movie is like 72 hours. Yeah, it's very quick. I, don't, <laughs> I thought they like lived there for months. We're also before, again like, like we're not all everything happened. We're not working with logic here. And I respect that this movie is like. And we don't care. <laughs> no. We will no. not be touching down in any sort of rules or logic. We will not be trying to explain the paranormal. Things are going to happen and you're along for the ride. Don't ask questions. And I yeah. Find like we're not doing it. any world building. It's fine. We will not explain anything. Brad Garrett is inexplicably there. He's a ghost. He's a ghost. He's the fat one name is fat so um truly i need somebody to do the deep dive and figure out for me who was involved and maybe it was just like a big studio with money and so they paid these people but how did they get don novello ben stein and dan Aykroyd to do cameos and then eric idol to like be there too i, was I bet like, this is the same happening? i bet this is the same studio as ghostbusters and dan Aykroyd was contract, contract somehow contractually obligated they'll like do this and we'll make ghostbusters two no ghostbusters 2 was done at that point i don't know something i did enjoy a ghostbusters reference they also like they could only get dan Aykroyd. like he comes out having tried to bust the ghosts and can't do it which also i don't mean to i don't mean to be this person but you're telling me that dan Aykroyd, one of the original ghostbusters one of the greatest ghostbusters the inventor of ghostbusting can't get rid of three ghosts when he got like when they got rid of what's his face Zaron Slimer not even Slimer like Slimers were like small town I'm saying they got um ghost bus what was the the monster that takes over I I don't know Ghostbusters like you know Ghostbusters monster that takes over Gozer he got rid of Gozer but he can't get rid of Fatso Stinky and Stretch or whatever their names are I don't buy it. Yes, not. Um, I did appreciate a Ghostbusters reference because I always do. Um, and there was a little like din din and din in the background. Sure, sure. Which Miss Rachel also has a Ghostbusters episode. If you are looking for a spooky season thing for your little ones, Miss, we're thank God. I mean, I love you, Miss Rachel. I love you. But we're past it. I will take Miss Rachel over Coco Melon any goddamn day. Well, sure. I mean, obviously. Miss Rachel at 
least like knows what the fuck she's doing the two-year-old um, right now is really into coco melon and it like t- the six-year-old and i have had conversations about like oh we can't we can't keep doing this yeah like the six-year-old the awful. other day in the car was like it's giving me a headache and i was like baby girl i know i know but it's the only thing keeping her happy it's this or she screams yeah like which headache do you want we are in a prison shaped like the coco melon watermelon <laughs> Uh, anyway i miss when you could smoke in kids movies i don't feel like they do that anymore no they absolutely do not smoking was so cool i hate you want to talk about a woke mafia whoever made it uncool to smoke you mean like the truth can yeah i get that it's i get that you know you die quickly i get that we lost our grandmother not the 96 year old who listens to cds not records the other one much younger because she was a lifelong smoker. But she looks fucking cool, and so does the villain of this movie. <laughs> um, I don't understand. I also, we never get any explanation for, like, why the uncles hate Casper so much. Like, he presumably, like, we see that he had this, like, very loving relationship with his father and was very close to his father, but his father's brother's i guess her like hate him and are awful to him also you would think his father would have unfinished business because he could, never could resurrect his son yet he's nowhere to be found great point excellent point allison excellent point and like why can't casper cross over in the end like what's what's his unfinished business taking care of his father he's in love with cat um right you would think like once the father was dead casper's unfinished finished business of like sticking around for his father would have resolved but again there are no rules we follow no rules in this movie i do think it's a clever plot point that once dead kathy mariarty gets everything she wants and then crosses over before she can resurrect herself like that's yeah that's that's a twist yeah um but i need to know why casper can't cross like i think the movie should have ended with him crossing over you hate amy brennan (laughs) I do not. I do not hate Amy Redman. I love her. She's perfect in this movie. She's beautiful. She's one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever seen. I do remember like when she glows no. and she comes in as a glowing angel. I was like, that's the most perfect person I've ever seen. That's beauty personified. Stunning. Stunning. Um, no, I love her. Um, I will never not be traumatized by the episode of Pri- Private Practice where the crazy lady cut her baby out of her um what <laughs> she got Amy I mean, baby out of her. yeah i still watch private practice her baby with um we'll get there we've talked about him on the podcast hold the, please the, the cute one right tyne daly's brother what the fuck's his name bill daly what's his name <laughs> oh it's from wings yeah i know who you're talking about i thought it was the cute tim one. daly I thought it was Tim the Daly. cute one who ends up with the blonde, who we also have talked about on this podcast. You mean Paris Geller's ex-husband? Not him, no. No, not Paris Geller's ex- What? I, the one- doing this. <laughs> I think the guy that you're talking about. The, like, nerdy one- cute guy. Yeah, the one who's in the Tay-Sex episode of Law and Order SVU. Place me in time with a Law and Order SVU. Sure. And he ends up with the southern blonde. Yes. Who we just and they're now And they're now parents on that new like teeny bop show that everyone watches 
what new teeny bop show does everyone that everyone's watching are they staffing hold hold please hold please I'll find it. Hold on. How much of this episode is just you Googling things and reading off Clint Eastwood's <laughs> and talking yeah. about Shonda Rhimes? Um, you're talking about Paul Adelstein. Thank you. Yes. Cruel Summer. He mm-hmm. and the woman that plays his wife on Private Practice are now parents on a show called Cruel Summer, which, you know, all the kids are watching. You knew her name uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about Fever Pitch. Uh-huh. Katie Strickland. Thank Katie you. Strickland. Um, yes, he was married to Paris Geller, whose real name I can't get to in this moment. It's unimportant. Oh, speaking of Paris Geller, this movie takes place in Star Solo. Nothing, nothing, nothing has ruined me about working in Hollywood and having my first job be at the Warner Brothers lot than I can spot the Warner Brothers back lot in any movie at any time. And it is always Star Hollow to me. And this movie is Star Hollow. But how they're in the house the whole time. When she's walking through town. There's like one scene where she's when she's walking to school. Oh, when she's walking to school. That stars hollow. Sure. That makes sense. You know, the house is a soundstage. Liza Weil. <laughs> Sorry. Paris Geller's real name is Liza Weil. She was also in the Shondaverse and how to get away with murder. Yes. She well, she was first in the Shondaverse on his show on private practice, like briefly, I think. And then was on how to get away with murder. And then she left Paul Adelstein for her how to get away with murder co-star. Drama. Um, she also uh leaked Leo's um rehab stints to the press. On the West Wing. Okay. I was like, wait, I don't know what we're doing. But then he doesn't fire her because he's a good Fair. person. Fair, naturally. Okay. Anyway. Not spread. Anyway, yes. Amy Brenneman is perfect. She's beautiful. She looks fantastic in that red dress. I She's not a ghost because she has no unfinished business. She's Shonda World, so I love her. Um, to me, she will always be judging Amy. I, we watched as children, which why? Like, what? Had to dissociate during that last scene between her and Bill Pullman. Couldn't handle it. Um, why? Because my greatest fear is to not be around to raise my children. And she's literally sure. talking about how she's not going to be around to raise her children. But she doesn't have unfinished business because they took such good care of her in life. I know. But no like, unfinished business and death. Her giving him instructions. I ooh, couldn't. Nope. No, thank you. Uh, didn't want to watch that. More importantly, I have a, I have, I have a controversial take. Yes. I don't think I understand the Devin Sala thing that we all had in the nineties. So I don't understand it now, but that's because he's 12 and I'm 34. And if I understood it now, like you would have to jail me. Well, sure. What about Devin Sawa now? Devin Sawa now looks like he was rode hard and put away wet. Um, When I said that last (laughs) week, you yelled at me. (laughs) You got it. I make you cut it out. I would Um, like, I will say this and I'm not cutting out. I would like to ride him hard and put him away wet. Yeah. I mean, Devin Sawa looks great now. Great. But I... He looks so wrinkled. He looks so like weathered by the world. He looks like uh like Bradley Cooper in a star is born, like been drinking himself to death. And I fucking love it. Allegedly. Um no, Carrie, Bradley Cooper in a star is born. I even drank like himself I... till he spoiler alert hanged himself. What do you mean? Allegedly. Well, but Dev, we don't know that about Devin Sawa. Oh it no, I just said he looks like it. it. I don't know if he's drinking himself to death. Whatever he's doing, he should keep doing it. Right. Like, even if I put myself in my, like, 12-year-old, 13-year-old head, I don't get it. So who was your first track? Because I, like, he seems, here's the thing. 
Devin Sawa as a child does not seem like someone who I as a child would be into. Like too, too like blonde, right? Right. Way too pretty boy. Yeah. Cut to 20 years later. And I'm living with a man who, if you look at the pictures of him as a child, he could have been a Nazi youth. So maybe. There's <laughs> a picture of Ben in his house. It's him and his sister dressed up. And he has like this cute little mop of blonde hair and like a cute little face and blue eyes. And then he's literally in like suspenders. It's like, he looks like, it's like, oh, that's like a ghost Aryan child. <laughs> yeah. Um, all this to say, maybe I knew better then. But yeah, like, who's your, who are your main childhood crushes around this time other than Devin Sawa? in the 90s um yeah like circa 95 so you're what seven eight yeah um i don't even know i was really into uh ben affleck in specifically in the armageddon poster her uh, was dirty and he had a very very strong jaw this is interesting it's actually before he started drinking himself allegedly and got like alcohol bloat. Ben Affleck is someone else I've grown an attraction with when he was clean cut to now when he looks ruined hard and put away wet. Um weirdly enough, um Paul McCartney did it for me. That one has not held up for me. Good for Paul, you. Paul McCartney, like in the 60s. Like I saw pictures of Paul McCartney sure. as a young Beatle, and I was like, what a hunk. Right. Um but none of those really track with Devin Sawa. Oh, Justin Timberlake, that tracks with Devin. Although this that would have this would have been pre- Oh, you know who like I was in love with at this point in time? Paul yeah. Rudd. Yes. But none of that, you're right, tracks with Devin Sawa. Paul Rudd, Freddie Prince Jr. You loved Freddie Prince Jr. I've always liked him a little darker. Not that Paul Rudd is like who knows? Um, no, I think he I honestly I think it's the uh, can I keep you? I think it was how, like, lovely he was to Kat and how much he loved Kat. Sure. Sure. It's like the woman who got married on Love is Blind in this last season and said, I love you because you chose me, which is the saddest phrase any human has ever uttered. Yikes. Yikes. I wish them a long and happy marriage. Um... I said this movie is where I have unrealistic expectations about middle school dances. Yes. Also wild that like that dress is too big on her and then she ties it and it fits her body perfectly. That's also like, what is she dressed up at? It's a Halloween dance and she's just like, it's always Bob Like, what is she supposed to have dressed up What are you, what are you doing? Maybe she didn't have time also, to do he, the makeup. Maybe she was going to do like a dead bride thing, you know? Maybe she just, but also many kids life got crazy. She's wearing his mother's dress. A dress also straight out of the 1800s, and yet his favorite baseball players was from, well, he was alive, and he specifically says, like, well, he was alive. What? I don't, I don't know. There's no explanation. Also, when, when did his uncles live? Because it seems like it was 1995. I, like, I don't, I don't know what to They're tell like you. the epitome of, like, who farted jokes. I'm obsessed with Yes, that. yes. Like, they thought that the, like, Bud Light Frog was the fucking funniest thing they'd ever seen. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe their humor. I mean, they've lived through all these times, so maybe their humor just evolved. Maybe because they have a TV. Maybe you're right, and they're able maybe to they've operate just it. Grown, maybe they've grown with the times. What with their maturity and all that we see. Being a ghost sounds like it sucks. You just never die. Which again, yeah. this was death becomes her. It was like never yeah. dying would suck. 
Yeah. Also, like, they're eating, but they can't be tasting it. No. There are a few images of this movie that have stuck with me very deeply. One, them eating and immediately, like, essentially pooping it out the bottom. And then the priest who goes in, right. the priest coming out with his head flipped around. No, that to me is akin to the Meryl Streep with her head it's flipped the around. It's the same. It's the same technology. And I hate it. I hate it so much. Both of those things it have stuck with my me skin crawl. so hard. It makes my skin crawl. I hate it. I do Carrie, think Don Novello is very funny. Do you have any criticisms of Casper? Or do you also think it's top to bottom perfect? Um, I mean, I've already voiced all my criticism, but they're not enough to keep me from watching this movie. Are you going to show it to the boys? Because this is I've a children's tried. movie. I've I like tried. I forgot how, how deeply this is a children's movie. Um, yes, this is very much a children's movie. Um, yeah, we might try again. The At the point that we watched it, they were kind of like, nah. But maybe we'll try again. Because it's very, there's like nothing inappropriate or anything in this movie no it's such a sweet little child love story it is yeah and maybe they'll they'll fall in love with devon sawa and then be able to tell you why what it is about devon sawa maybe because i don't get it well carrie again you're almost 37 years old he's 12 in this movie if you got it we'd be concerned no but i don't like like he's just very bland looking. Like, was it the hair? It's the, what, it's the can I keep? And it's the way he like pulls I away from not. her, and he's like, "I'm Casper." Like when she realizes, like it's just the dance scene. Yes. Anyway, I have nothing else to say about this movie. Can it's I a delightful you? children's Halloween movie. Not an ounce of sense is made. I love when movies don't make sense because they give me hope for one day being able to write a movie that never makes sense. And yet it will become a classic that people will talk about 20 years later at Halloween time. Love that for you. Thank you. Best of luck. Thank you so much. What are we watching next? I don't want to. Next, I know, but I want to talk about it. Next, we're watching her. We are. We have to do it at some point. We've been doing this podcast for like five years now we've got just it's time we're gonna watch two problematic people one playing a robot fall in love it is time Um. (laughs) oh i wonder if we should have ben and jeff (laughs) Jeff was literally like i want to watch her with you and then i want to give you all of my thoughts and then you can repeat them on the podcast and i looked at him and dead in his eyes and i said yes because our podcast is all about hearing what men think about these movies not enough men's opinions the moral of story being our next episode is her join us for that our next patreon is warm bodies question mark well didn't we just do a Patreon? Did I not put it out? No, you did. Yeah. If you haven't checked out our last Patreon, which was... What was our last Patreon? Little Italy. We watched Little Italy. Oh, it's oh the movie's terrible. I think the episode's good. Um, um then we're gonna now we're gonna watch Warm Bodies. That's our October one. Yeah. Spooky season. And that'll wrap up our spooky season trio. That will be right. Casper and our Warm Bodies Patreon. Yes. Although maybe then... her counts as spooky season because it's scary the what men expect from women <laughs> anyway um bye bye